song to pray blessing over this city and then to pray blessing over the nations of the earth. And so as you sing this song, let the power of our praise break the spirit of heaviness and bring forth healing and deliverance. Amen. Yes. Yes, we are salt and A very good evening to you, ladies and gentlemen. It's Monday evening. To break all the powers of night and by the love of It's the 12th of September. His liberty. And I'm glad to be here with you this evening. We're ambassadors of grace. So those of you, those of you who met me today and asked me, are we on tonight? Yes, we're on tonight. Lord, let your will be done. Let your kingdom come. Let your kingdom Very pleasant evening to the many of you listening to us in Dominica, in the Caribbean and around the world. It's good to have you. Oh, yes. If you're still on drive time, going home after work, good evening to you. The many of you who are already home, As we tuning in now to uh, Kingdom Connection. Good evening, good evening. As usual, we have another very interesting program for you tonight. Both of your favorite guys are in the house with me today. Nobody has to go to Pastor Post anywhere. So we intend to have another very great program tonight. Let me ask you to pull your chair out, get your easy chair, your rocking chair, whatever chair you have. And tonight I want to ask you to make a little bit of cornmeal. Just a little bit of cornmeal. Put some coconut milk in it. <laughs> and if you like me and you like it thick, well, you can have it with a spoon. Don't take too much, you know, tonight, you know what I mean? You mustn't eat too heavy before you go to bed in the night. But as you do that and you prepare a little something to have while we are on Kingdom Connection tonight, get your telephones out because uh, we'll do our roll call in just a moment. Numbers are 4493095309630097. You do the DJ thing on 6164257 or you call the overseas line on 3054329624. It's your roll call on Kingdom Connection tonight. And we already have a call on the line. Good evening. You are on the right side. Good evening to you, Pastor Rodney and other pastors. Yes, you are loud and clear. Toronto is in the house. Have, have a, a pleasant evening. Have a good one yourself. God bless you. On the right side. Sorry about that. Let's do this one. On the right side. Good evening. Hello. All right. You've gone as well. When she pulled that gov away 
Back on the telephone, good evening. You on the right side. Hi, Pastor Citronier, Biabwashi. Citronier, well locked in. God bless you, Citronier. On the right side, good evening. Hello. Hello. Good evening, you on the right side. Good evening, how are you all doing? We're doing very well, thank God. Okay, this is Rachin. Good hope. I recognize the voice. How are you today? I know. While I am there, let me just say good evening to all my listening friends of Q95. Thank you very much. <laughs> no problems, my dear. Okay, bye-bye. God I'm bless listening. you. Bye. On the right side, good evening. Good evening. Yes. Bien boche. Bien man. On the right side, good evening. Always well locked in. On the right side, good night. Good evening, gentlemen. I'm reporting from Windsor Castle. <laughs> 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 Ten children, my queen didn't have it easy. We had to Back on the telephone, you're on the right side. Good evening. Good evening, everybody's in. Nobody absconded. Nobody absconded. Everybody's there. Okay, I don't have to go anywhere. No. <laughs> All right. Good. <laughs> it didn't have too much on the right side, good evening. Good evening, sir. How are you doing? Not too bad, thank you. Good. Go the way, but trust and obey. All right. God bless you. <laughs> on the international line, good evening. You're on the right side. Yes, New Jersey on the right side. Well locked in. Nice man. Stay right there. God bless you. On the right side, good evening. Trafalgar. Bonsoir. On the right side, good evening. Good night, Pastor Rodney. Jacksonville, Of course, man. Of course, of course. But swear to do. On the right side, good evening. You're not boss going up. <laughs> All right, good. Keep listening, man. God bless you, partner. On the right side, good evening. Good evening, good evening to everybody. How are you doing? Everybody's, How are you doing? Everybody's there. One person just stepped out for a while. <laughs> oh, say hello from me in New Jersey, Mary. Good luck to you. Good to hear you. Good to hear you. Hi, Pastor Jack. How are you? Bless him. Doing well. Thank you. Praise the Lord. I'm not saying hello to the other one. <laughs> they, they still love, saying love, love. they still saying hello to you and love you as good as as good as anything. Love, love, love. Bless you. Love you too. God bless you. <laughs> On the right side, good evening. Hello. On the right side, good evening. Good evening, Pastor Randy. How are you? Nevis is in the house. Um, I need to get Pastor Jack's number. But can I call back off air? You can get it now. You can get it on air. You can get it right now. Give it to him. 
I'm not hearing you clearly. 276-1509. You got it? I didn't get it. 276 276 1509 1509 No, one, one as in Premier Yon 1509 Yes Okay God bless you On the right side, good evening Hi Pastor Ronnie, good evening Yes, good evening, how are you? I'm good Virgin Islands could not miss it. Hmm. I'm here on the right side. Good to know. God bless you, man. On the right side, good evening. Hello. 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 Yes, you're on the right side. Good night. Good night. Laplane is on the right side. Nice to hear from Laplane. Good. Okay. God bless you. We'll do it again for another 120 seconds and then we'll move to the second segment, which is our talking points commentary for the night. When she pulled that cover whip, all man straighten up in here. She threw her hand on she hip, voice ringing in my ear. Watch them friends you keep in sun. On the right side, good evening. Good evening, Pastor Randy and yeah. Pastor Jack. Hey, good evening, sir. What's up? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. I'd say it's be tricky of me sit tonight at all. Yeah. <laughs> and I say the Virgin Island can't miss it well. Not at all. Pull it be three souls, Bri. Yes, that's <laughs> right. That's <laughs> right. Thank you very much. Yeah, and let me say good afternoon to our friend, Mr. Palmer Vidal. I hope he's listening. Right. Thank you so much. You go. God bless you, man. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. Yeah. Good night to my friend, Tony Caesar in the BVI. Get off the dark side, get on the Lord's side, stay off the broad side, get on the bright side, oh Lord, my son, my man, my man. Right, let's change gears a little bit, ladies and gentlemen, get right into the talking points coming for tonight, the 12th day of uh, September 2022. Has now risen from its knees, and dry bones are responding to the fruits of new birth. And this is now a time for declaration. The words will go to all men everywhere. The church is here for the healing of the nation. Before the day of Jesus draws near, my tongue will be the pen of a ready writer. And what the Father gives to me, I'll speak. As a gentleman, I want to just comment on three things that are the talking points, of course, at the moment. And the first one is that uh, K 
kingdom connection in our little Conan capacity would extend our condolences to, you know, the family and friends of uh, the Queen, uh, Queen Elizabeth II. Um, I have seen so many comments and heard so much, so much stuff and watched uh, with interest the television coverage. The Queen has been our Queen for a few years until 17, 1978. Uh, until we became independent and we have our own head of state, uh, the president. And there are comments in every regard with regard to the queen and her reign and her, her leadership. And I'm not going to get into that. Uh, all I'm going to get into is to tell you the queen died. Long live the king. Okay, I'm not making any, any further comments on whatever she did, whatever she didn't do well, and so on. Let the lady rest. <laughs> okay, uh, the queen died. Uh, long live the king. The second thing I want to comment on is the initiative by the police, the charitable group that assisted young peace preschoolers. Now, when the police are doing bad, I tell them they're doing bad. They don't always like to hear it, but um, when they're doing bad, they're doing bad. But that is a good initiative that you can dip your hands in your pocket and you can help uh, people's children. Now, I hope you know that that must not negate your good policing. Your good policing, which is why you engaged, must be on top of everything you do. Your community assistance is applauded highly, highly. But I notice that you have a former police officer, Mr. Innsworth Irish, who did the handing over of the school supplies. Uh, Mr. Innsworth Irish is supposed to be a good police. Well, at least when he was a police. And so he knows what is good police. And maybe you only should use Mr. Innsworth Irish to lecture you all on policing because what some of you are doing there now is not policing and Mr. Irish needs to tell us as well as the community because he's heavily involved in um, community policing. He needs to tell us what is good policing so that in my view Mr. Irish good policing is not taunting somebody and then charging them for battery except they bat you for true because you know that's where it comes from. Don't turn them, and if they raise their finger in your face, you just turn around and charge them for battery, which is why you were taunting them in the first place, because you didn't get what you were looking for, and so you have to find something to charge them with. I'm sure Mr. Irish knows that that is not good policing. I, I have regard and respect for him in that regard, and I'm, I know he knows that that's not good policing. It's not good policing as well when you you already decide what the outcome is before you do the investigation. Because motive, when your motive is impure, everything else will fall flat. No wonder the police losing too many of the cases. Because they look at your face, they look at your shirt collar, and they decide, okay, he, he, he did it for true. Without doing the proper investigation, asking the right questions. That's not policing. That is politicking. 
whether you look at it as police politicking or, or government politicking or religious politicking, I don't care. It's politicking because you taking a particular side. Good policing is investigating the matter and coming to the the uh, 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 relative truth, if you like, of the matter. Let the matter go to court. Not judging the matter and deciding what you're going to kill them for before. That's good policing. Good policing is not looking certain people cross-eyed because they tell you what you did wrong. And some of you police officers know what I'm talking about. My name is Randy Charles of Rodney and I, I stand by whatever I say to you all the time. So that you cannot have a set of people that you have on a list that you have to go to or harass and torment and torture instead of protecting, preserving and keeping the peace. So I applaud you for helping preschoolers. Although I'm not one of those who like to see people shout when they dish out $60 or $500. It's people who are looking for, um, you know, people to clap for them that, that, that t call in the media when they give $500. I know people like Jack and so on, give it more than that amount of money, and he, he doesn't have no newspaper person behind him. He's just giving it because that's what God the Lord said to do. But you have done it, and I commend you for it. But on your agenda must be good policing first. Giving, you know, a few preschoolers something is great, but it's not policing. So that's what I want to say on that. And then the third comment that I need to make is on what was just initiated, something called the Dominica-China Friendship Association. I am going to tell you all what I said in March of 2004, and I've repeated several times. This Dominica friendship, Dominica-China friendship or relationship has nothing to do with Dominicans. It has all to do with a few people who wants to use a certain uh, geopolitical strength or strengthen China in its geopolitical out outreach. And most of them do it for their personal gain. So this whole hullabaloo about the hospital and so on is peanuts. That is crumbs. Okay? That is not really about the people. I've said before, and I'm going to repeat it to you. Why do I say that? When the relationship started, it started on uh, I sell you, I give you a vote, and you give me 300 million in the words of the Honorable Reginald Austri. We They negotiated a whole night, and they come out with $300 million. That was the thing. We sold our patrimony for that, essentially. No wonder we still believe that everything we do, we must get back money for it. Here's the other reason that's more important. Years after I assess this relationship, and I've said to you that we have plenty Chinese people in Dominica. Plenty. I've asked evangelical pastors to tell me how many of these Chinese that come to their churches. And to date, I haven't found one. And here is why. The, chi the governance in China is anti-evangelicals. I didn't ask you that. I just said that. 
So from our perspective, and personally from my perspective, I have no brief for this. This is, for me, a continual partisan um, movement that is looking for a certain support. Okay? And I make no apologies for saying that. Absolutely none. When it is different, I will tell you. But up to now, 18 years later, it has remained the same. The China, the Dominica-China friendship relationship is really about China gaining its grounds in these countries to support what the term, quote-unquote, the one-China policy. That's what that is. Nothing more, nothing less. Everything else is ice cream, or if you like, dessert. Okay? And uh, think about it. Think about it long and hard. Your talking points commentary for tonight. The 12th of September... 2022. Ladies and gentlemen, as I said to you earlier, run both Jack and Matthew are here. Lucille, you know, no need to go post office, no need to go parcel post, USPS, I don't, whichever one you want to use, there's no need for that. Uh, everybody's here and present, okay? Here and present. Good evening, Pastor Jack. Ben, bonsoir, how are you? I am doing very well, thanks. Well, very good evening to all of you listening to, to us tonight, those of you in the diaspora. Let me say hi to the Athanas in Texas and 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 the Morrensies and mm -hmm. the my folks Catherine and Robo and all my people in Texas. I give you a shout out tonight. Who always listen to the program. A very good evening to my niece. Sometimes staying up odd hours to hear us. So I want to say a very very good evening to those of you in New Jersey. Miss Margaret, I have just said good night, Miss Margaret, and to Gertrude, and to all my folks in New Jersey, in Atlanta, Glen, and um, a whole bunch of people there, Bernard and my children who are in Atlanta. I want to say a very good evening to all of you, and all of you in the diaspora. I want to say a big shout out to you. 
yesterday's distribution went well. We 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 didn't take many pictures. Um, Ella, I want to say good good evening to you. We we did what we can and reached out to you in Focoli, um yesterday. Um, we had a good time, and I want to say a very big thank you to all of the folks in Focoli for having behaved so well. I made a few friends by the bar. I didn't drink Randy, but I made a couple of friends. <laughs> I, I, I buy a couple of friends there so that I, when I come back from Goli, I will have somebody I can make reference to. So I want to say good shout out to my partner who spent a good time with us and making us feel very welcome in Fokoli. Lucy Bell and husband tonight, we want to say a big shout out to you. A very good evening and thank you very much for your exceptional help that you have given us. Um, we hope that we have such a good time again in Tarish Beach on the 25th Tarish Beach we're coming your way. Um, we will be there this Sunday afternoon and having a good time, enjoying the kids and doing what we can to really make you feel the love of God in a very tangible way. So thank you very much for all of you in the diaspora who helped us on our outreach on Sunday and who continue to help us. Um, I think Tarish Peter and the next will be at um, Car Reserve to all, what you say, the politically correct one is what? Kalinago Territory. Uh, my apologies. So, um, and um, there is one more place, um, I forgot, my wife just mentioned. We have to be in this month. We're trying to cover up this month. So, um, she soon will WhatsApp me and tell me what, what I forget for both. But yeah, I know it's Tarish Pit. There's another area in Tarish Pit area. Tarish Pit, Fokole, um, some 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 housing scheme they have okay. up that area travel looking up travel area you know what area is that yeah. oh, yeah. i heard they mention that that's one of the sports that we will be in um on sunday somebody suggested that is that's one of the areas we will be in so i want to say a big thank you to everybody and um we um the pleasure was ours the glory went, goes to god so thank you and hope that we're going to be back in Fokoli. By then we're making friends in Fokoli. Trust me, all over Fokoli we're making friends. And the people are very cooperative and very kind and well-mannered. So it makes our job very, very easy. So we love now to come to Fokoli. Lucy Bell, again, a big shout out to you and your husband, Matthew. God bless you and enjoy the show with us. Thank you, Pastor Jack. Thank you. A special good evening again to those of you listening to us. This is another Monday evening. It's amazing how the Mondays uh, just seem to be um, so quick upon us every, you know, just look, seemed like just yesterday we were, we were here in the studio. And I just want to say a special, special good evening to, of course, all those of you listening to us. Let me shout out my, my family out there who's not here on island. I know that you're listening, you know, blessings on all of you, my daughters, my son, my wife. Thank you so much for your love and thank you for your support. I just want to um, again, you know, shout out for those of you who may be mourning at this time. I I have to do this every uh, every Monday. It just seem like every week we we seem to be losing so many um, so many individuals. Those who of you who are mourning the loss of your mom, your dad, some good friends of ours have, have passed away over the past week and and this week. I just want to again shout out strength to um, to our. Our, our friends and again Margot and the passing away of your dad passing away of your father here there in in Sam's gutter we just trust that God would give you the strength 
and to be able to overcome all that you're you're going through at this time so again blessings on all of you as we continue to to um to, to have a great program kingdom connection is one of the programs that i i look forward to i can tell you i i i put aside everything every monday evening at this time just to be able to be you know here and um you know pastor randy um just you know he just punched a little bubble in in me this this evening there when when i heard him mention you know just the word geopolitical because that's that's you know that's always a a very very um difficult word for me really as it relates to what's happening here so every time we talked about geopolitics and megatrends it just seemed to affect my 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 psyche for a moment because i know we're dealing with some major major activities around the world and we need people in this hour to be able to understand and have a conviction about what their convictions are <laughs> what their belief system is and of course you know especially what they are valuing in their lives because we know of course the belief system has a lot to do with what you value and so it's important that we understand what's happening here so kingdom connection is, is really what we 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 use on a monday evening to be able to bring you know to, to to bear what is happening in the world as it relates to the word of god so god's blessings on everybody as we continue this evening do sit back relax and enjoy this evening with us thank you matthew and thank you jack um you know let me just platform or, or leap off from 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 what you just concluded with uh that would probably take us right into some of what we want to talk about this evening um and and, and let me let me let me let me take it back a little bit and um, tie it in with where we are now in in this global village and um what is happening around us and probably what some of us don't pay very much attention to but is impacting us mm -hmm. uh, and, and lots of things and and that's why when i mentioned the 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 whole question of the, the geopolitics the geopolitics and then and, and i, tie, I can yeah. tie that back with the death of the queen and where some people are and where some thinking people are thinking and some others are just you know making comments or making comments sick and uh, you take it into what's happening in our local. Mm -hmm. And um, my humble view is that our policymakers are quite possibly very myopic, so myopic in their views and, and their approach on stuff that we don't spend time to look at the, the bigger picture. I understand in, in business and, and leadership, you yep. know, you need to pay attention to the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and, I, and I don't know if in your view that you see something linked there, but maybe I do. We, are, we have, uh, for example, declared two days of mourning for the passing of the Queen. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know usually, if, you know, when you have mourning, you have two days of mourning because you're mourning. And I'm just, just putting that out there. And I'm not saying we shouldn't have to do the morning. Maybe we can have 10 days of morning if you want to. Right? But when you open your eyes to it, when you open your view to it, where do we fit in the scheme of things? Just like the whole china dominica relationship. Where do we fit in the scheme of things? And, and you sometimes feel that as as is for a lot of other things, um, people who seem to have a certain academic IQ that may be pretty high uh, seem to throw 
you know, wool over your, your eyes, or, you know, and prevent you from thinking critically on the bigger picture. And um, sometimes you have to ask yourself, is somebody being malicious, deliberate, hypocritical, or maybe they just bluntly don't know? That happens to us in churches as well, Matthew. Yep. That we, we preach a gospel without contextualizing it. So we, we, we sometimes lack uh, a good understanding of this whole thought on geopolitics, what happened then, what's happening now. Where are you now with secularism, for example? How is that affecting us? Where is the world as far as, you know, world power is concerned? Who's running things? Why are these people running things? Um, and um, when you connect it to the, with the subject we'll be talking about, and I'm hoping we'll get there, um, Matthew, and, and I'll read the text in a while. Uh, you know, one of the thoughts that I've been having, and you all have to help me with that, is when we talk about Herod, for example, and the whole leaven of, of Herod and so on, and Jesus speaks about it in one way, and, and, and some of the commentators speaks about it in one way. But interestingly, when you go back, into the the Herod dynasty <laughs> you get a picture that is almost frightening at least for me Herod Antipas yes <laughs> you get a picture that's almost frightening right as to how leadership can be influenced whether you are you are the actual leader or you just the leader's influence Right, and so I'm hoping that we can we can talk about that to begin to open people's minds on um, on that kind of level. Yeah, I'm happy, and and, and I, I think it's good for us in a sense that coming out from critical thinking mm -hmm. to be able to entering into a a subject like like what you're talking about is something that's going to be um, you know very very you know maybe mind boggling, but to some, but others. To be really, um, you know, an, an eye opener for a lot of things. I believe if we decide to be serious about what we talk about, what we see, mm -hmm. we need to critically start thinking. Right. So, so, ladies and gentlemen, tonight we will start on a new subject: the leaven of Herod. Mm. And um, <laughs> um, I didn't propose this subject. I will be honest with you, <laughs> Matthew did. And uh, in preparing myself for the subject tonight, <laughs> Jack, mm. I just found it very intriguing, you know, very, very mm. intriguing. Um, when you think about it now in 2022, why does Matthew want to go and talk about the 11 of Herod? Mm. Since when Herod died there? <laughs> <laughs> what is the impact that that have on us? What is that about, in fact? Um, how does that interest us? What can we learn from that? Um, who was Herod? What was Herod about? And what is the reference that is made in Scripture in that regard? You know, when you think about all of those things, Matthew, and I'm hoping, you know, that, that we can get into to unclove that, if you like, unclove the subject. Um, and I'm hoping that people 
will take interest in that from the perspective. When you think, just think about the Leaven of Herod, it, it sounds like uh, what what um, little Nancy Drew story that these people want to come mm. and talk to us about it. <laughs> you know, it's interesting that you say that because you know Jesus said <clears throat> a number of things, but for for three and a half years, and, and I that this is how I look at it, Randy. And I, you know, I have paid. I'm certainly sure that both yourself and, and Pastor Jack has done that in the past because you've looked at, especially looking at the words of Jesus when you open your Bible. And you, you compare all of, out of everything else, you compare what Jesus had to say. Because what he had to say to me, if, if, you, if the Son of God came to the earth, okay? Mm-hmm. If the Son of God came to the earth and he only had three and a half years to to deliver some truth mm-hmm. to the earth. I, I say truth. We can all, of course, we can compound this with a lot of other descriptive language. Right. But if he had three and a half years and he said some things, I would want to believe that what he would have had to say for three and a half years would be so encompassing, would be so important and critical that people would want to take some time to think about what he said. And there were some things that he said that were seemed to be light, and there were some things that he said that were a sort of a caution, mm-hmm. not only to the people around him, but to the world. And in what you just talking about, Randy, Pastor Randy, what, what you just said there, it seemed to me that Jesus was laying a very heavy weight on the people that surrounded him. Mm-hmm. And that's important for us to to look at uh, Matthew again in the context of what happened then and the application that we need to make now. Three and a half years of ministry and um, with all that comment or all these comments about the people who are wronged him. You know, sometimes, you know, people want us to preach a gospel though that don't affect people. Um... Uh, Jack and I come from a different place. Um, usually, Jack, when Jack and them preached the gospel, then it was fire and brimstone. <laughs> you either accept it or you go to hell. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but today, people want you to preach a gospel that seems to be accommodative of who they want. You think about Jesus doing that. You know, Jesus called some people some whitewashed sepulchers. <laughs> and all snakes <laughs> and vipers. Yes. <laughs> and, and you wonder about that in regard to the leaven of the Pharisees. So, so let, let's begin to bring that up. Let's begin to bring that up. Let's introduce that, Matthew. What is leaven? Well, you know, I, I, I want to... Uh, <laughs> You know, this is this is very interesting that we we starting with eleven. Yeah, you know, we starting with eleven. I, I, you know, can you read a portion of scripture? Maybe let's read it. And, sure, you sure. Know, because Mark, I think be good Mark chapter eight, yeah. and I'll read verse thirteen <clears throat> and uh, to sixteen. Thirteen, fourteen, and sixteen. Thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen. Right, and he left them and get into the boat again departed to the other side now the disciples had forgotten to take bread and they did not have more than one loaf with them in the boat then he jesus charged them saying take heed 
Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and of the leaven of Herod. And they reasoned among themselves, saying, It is because we have no bread. I pause there. It is because we have no bread. You know, it's interesting that you stopped. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm laughing in one sense because I think it tells us the story as to everybody. So we're looking at, at what's happening around us today when truth seems to be such, such a loud thing, but yet still so many people are death. So many people are, it's almost like they, they have no hearing of truth when it surrounds them because look at what jesus is talking about and mark you and he's, he wasn't talking about something that was far from them at all and that is a sad thing about it. it's almost like you and i we may be living in the same country being affected by the same circumstances and yet still while others may be crying suku others are healing in joy and excitement and and it's a, it's a look at what he's talking about and yet they're saying, you know, because he used the word, yes, they say, well, hey. He's talking about bread. He must be talking about bread. Mm -hmm. It's amazing how the deception of people sometimes can seem to bear upon the, the world, seem to bear upon every one of us when we decide to be filled and, and encircled by our own ideas, not being in touch with the reality that's happening around us. Matthew, I, I want to go back to that, Jack. What is leaven? Leaven. Leaven. Right. We didn't used to talk. Yeah, we didn't used to talk about yeast before. Um, <clears throat> especially in the time when, in my days, when you go to the bakery. I'm talking about leaven. It's a mixture that you to put the thing in the flour and let it rise and then pour it into. Um, the batch of flour to make bread right um it is that which increases your profit and right. make the bread fatter than it actually is so it's very important um that you have the proper amount of relevant if too much you the bread does not come out very um well um, you have to you have to be careful as the um baker to not put too much relevant in the bread it is but it is mixture of warm water and salt and everything and then you make a batch, a big bucket, and then pour it in the bag of flour. And too little will have you make a loss. Too much will also make you have a loss. So, so whatever leaven you put in there yeah. is going to affect the whole, the whole batch. batch of flour. And that is what it is. But in, in speaking about Jesus, Matthew said... Be, be, before you go there, before you go there, before you go there. Because, yeah. because I want people to understand some foundations about that. Yeah. So when they put the leaven in the bread, in the flour, in the flour, when you eat in the bread, you taking it as of leaven. Sometimes, if you yes. put too much, you can taste it. Right. Um, although it may be a little uh, compared to the amount of flour you have. Right. The amount of leaven you put in the flour, you can smell it and you can taste it. Right. And to know, so it affects the whole batch. Good. Of flour. I'm glad you mm -hmm. say that. So, mm -hmm. so if you put just the right amount, mm -hmm. it affects the whole batch. Mm -hmm. 
you might eat the bread and, right. and you don't know by taste or by smell that mm, there is particularly yeast about yeast. What type of yeast is in there? Right. Right. If you put too much of yeast, you smell it from there. Then you smell it from there. That's important for us to know, mm-hmm. Matthew. It's important it, for it, us. To it get is it. because I think some of the older people would even say to you, "That's why it's not good." They tell you to eat too much hot bread. Right. Because at that time they said the the levain, like you said, is still rising. Rising. And so sometimes they say that can affect gas. If you, you know, people talk about the gas in your stomach and you know, all of that because if it's hot, it might be still rising. So, yeah. you know, there's the idea about the hot bread. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's important for us to understand because then you know the, the power of this, this, this yeast. You right. know the effect it can have um, and how subtle it can be. Yeah. It, it is subtle, but it has a big effect. Yes, causes it to rise. <laughs> it spreads and it affects everything that it touches. Right, right. So, 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 having established that, you know, we we'll probably say yeast. Be careful with the yeast. Yeast. <laughs> right. Watch out for that yeast. Mm-hmm. That Matthew had nothing to do with the conversation that Jesus wanted to have with the guys. Yeah. But one of the one of the qualities of a good orator is something called connectivity. Right. And if anyone wants, I'm not criticizing anybody who has a co- um, a course in public speaking. But if you are an astute um, student of the Bible, you could pick up almost everything they take you in public speaking with Jesus. Jesus was perfect when it comes to that. There was a president of um, the United States that I read about, and they said. Um, I think, I don't want to call if it's Reagan or one of them, lack connectivity. When I was studying about his lifestyle and his, in terms of Obama, I went back to other president. That's why I got interested in that. And they said one of the things he lacked was connectivity, but his wife had it. You see, so even when they came to public meetings and tried to address an audience, that which he left out, his wife would pick it up. And that's what Jesus was doing. Jesus made the connection with bread, and this is a known um, commodity among other people, and there were reasons. And I'm happy that you're raising that because there are reasons why he would use an example of yeast. Yes, but today, today, what, what um, many to be a good pastor um, or to have a good message is to be overloaded with theology, and it lacks connectivity because people do not like you to make reference and use examples of our daily life, things that it is too close for comfort. It makes them un- uncomfortable, and that is <clears throat> that is why I'm strong or weak. Because when I when I preach, I don't make references to um, historians and people that know. I talk about fig and banana and cocoa and dashing, something that you can relate to. I talk good sound coach. I talk about caco tea, things that you tomorrow morning you're going to wake up and remember when you say about caco what I said on Sunday. So that that because I read that in um, good speech that Jesus was the perfect person. Well, I've never had any better preacher than in his although i haven't heard him live but even when you read the stories that he relate to people he could he could tie on a story he could yeah pick. you and, see that yeah. one is a perfect one and and the, the, I, the thing about jesus to run in relation to that is what he was able to do is he recognized the audience that he shared, he shared. and he was speaking and, and everything that he said was something to do with the audience that he was dealing with. I mean, you, when you look at a scripture verse, for example, when Jesus said in Matthew 5, you're the salt of the earth. Right. You think about it. 
you know, I mean, this is like, wait, what is he talking about? Mm -hmm. You know, salt losing is, is, is saltless. I mean, it's, it's saltiness. Does that make sense? Salt it, can't lose you know? saltiness. And, and, but Jesus said, it's salt that loses its saltiness is no no longer good. But, 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 you know, but, but again, that's, see, not only his audience there, but I'm saying, it all depends. So sometimes he uses audience, and there were times he used the environment. The environment. There are times he used the culture of the day, but mm -hmm. whatever it is that he connected with whatever it is that he wanted to say at mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. And in that specific moment with the salt, he was connecting really a cultural, you know, um, thing that they, they experienced every single day. Yeah. They're partying, they're, journey, they're moving, and all the nice social activities was upon this rooftop. Mm -hmm. And he recognized that while they're doing all of these things, they, they know and again their roof would have holes. Mm -hmm. You know, and so while that's happening, ever so often that, you know, he would now have to take gypsum, he would now have to... Um, mix the gypsum with the salt forming a paste and uh, pacing the floor of the of the rooftop mm -hmm. and so when you paste the floor the only thing that salt is good for now is what the to floor. be trampled under the foot of men is now it's truth because that's what it is because after continual using so they understood that's why they never ask any question because and that's the only how salt can lose saltiness when you add it to bitterness which is the gypsum and that's the thing isn't that the only how we can lose our saltiness when we become bitter mm -hmm. that's that's what it is so he was literally saying to them, when you add salt to, 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 to bitterness, you lose your saltiness. Then you are now only good not to be trampled. People are now just going to be walk on you now because that's what it is. You've lost that, mm -hmm. that, that side. So, that so the scripture warned us, be careful that a root of bitterness spring out of you. Mm -hmm. the, the, the idea here, so he used the culture in the very same way here. We're going to look at it and we wouldn't have the time to deliver tonight, but in a foundational aspect, people will most probably hear and see tonight why Jesus would caution the disciples and to be careful about quote unquote the people who are supposed to be giving direction all right so 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 here comes here comes uh, and, and 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 you will realize that i deliberately read those verses mm -hmm. for, to, to bring that part out right but here's jesus responding to the guys in verse 17. the bible says what well, jesus being aware of it said to them why do you reason because you have no bread do you not yet perceive nor understand is your heart still hardened having eyes do you not see and having ears do you not hear and do you not remember now i i held that back because that now draws us from that conversation that you and matthew are having jack mm -hmm. jesus is talking to people who who should have the information. Who's used to leaven. Right. And not should so know better. Just before, <laughs> just before he made that, gave that. Remember, he just fed 4,000 people, you know. Just fed 4,000 people. Right. So bread is the first thing on their mind. <laughs> I'm telling you. But, but, but here's what I'm saying. Now, he's talking about, he didn't talk about the leaven of bread. Mm -mm. He's talking about the level, leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. So, but 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 all of a sudden bread, they, they came they can't make the connection yeah but they came to bread mm -hmm. and he says well he's saying that because we forget the bread mm -hmm. now what does pharisee and herod have to, to do bread. with forgetting bread. the bread except they had a bakery but that was not the case and then jesus says to them what's wrong with you fellas why are you reasoning about bread you you don't perceive your heart is hard do you have eyes and do not see 
Do you have ears on your head? Do you not remember? Mm -hmm. He is now addressing some areas of his audience based on the comment he just made, Matthew. Right. Now, that is where the intriguing part comes, as we said, the platform. Right. Right? He's addressing a very serious subject, very important subject for them. They are sidetracking him. They are, they are going around it. They, they, they are not willing to, to, to analyze or critically think of the statement that Jesus made. Am, am I right to make that assumption? Y yes, of course. Of course. Right? Of course. So, so when he says be, be, be aware, be wary, be cautious of the leaven of Herod, isn't he addressing the same thing? Right, exactly. No, no, that's interesting that you say that because somebody looking at that, if, he, they're, if they're a Bible scholar or at least they've read the Bible, they'll say, but why didn't Jesus say, beware of the leaven of the Sadducee? Right. You know, someone would say that. But then he, and, and you know, Jesus is specific here. He said, beware of the leaven of the Pharisee and the leaven of, of Herod. No. For those of you listening, it's interesting that we can, you know, we can think about it, you know, there because understand that the Pharisees and the and the Sadducees, they were two sects, okay, in uh, especially those who, you know, were, you know, studying the um, the um, or part of what we would normally refer to as Judaism, okay. These are these are these are two leadership sects on on you know in, in Israel and and. As a result of that, what you find is they had to ensure that they hold on to what was referred to as the Mosaic Law. Right. Okay. Now, now Jesus, in, in many cases, what he did, Jesus questioned, you know, the Pharisees as it relates to, you know, their constant way of holding on to what he referred to as man-made traditions. Now, I'll come to that in just a moment here. But, but, but here he is with the Sadducees. What happened is... The Sadducees, they were people who didn't like, in fact, they, they literally um, they, um, didn't want to have nothing to do with what was referred to as the oral law. Because in Israel, we had the, um, we had the Mosaic law and we had the oral law. Mm -hmm. The Sadducees didn't, have, didn't want to have anything to do with the oral law as far as they were concerned. On the other hand, the scribes, which is what the, the scripture normally refer to as the lawyers, they were the ones who... In the interpretation of the Mosaic Law, what they did, they deduced from the Mosaic Law what was referred to as man-made traditions. Mm -hmm. And the Pharisees held on to these man-made traditions. On the other hand, the Sadducees opened and embraced what was normally referred to historically as the traditions of the Greeks and the Romans. You know, they, they, they were the people who they, they loved. They, they, they became, you know, sort of culturalized, so to speak. And um, they they give very very little um, pay very little heed to the oral law. Now, on one hand, what historians have shown us is that the Sadducees, in many cases, could be referred to as a political party, so to speak, or right. sort of giving allegiance to um, to Herod. You mm -hmm. know, and so what you find is on one side they were the one that were holding on to Herod, and of course they were holding on to Herod for certain reasons, and the Pharisee on the other hand who again held on to the man-made traditions, they didn't have any problem with Herod Antipas as long as Herod Antipas 
was in allegiance with them not to allow them or to sorry to hinder them from holding on to what the their their law was concerned so their teachings had to be give us the, the give us what we need <laughs> I, I want to say this in the way so we understand this here give us what we need so that we will not get angry and once we have what we need guess what we will continue supporting you in whatever way it can so on one on, on one hand we had the the the, the, um, the sadducees who held on to herod because of of, of course their allegiance to to roman rule on the other hand we had the pharisees who say well i don't really care once you satisfy my need then i am well to do so in other words we can see right there that jesus was able to coin and define the the the, the leaven of the pharisee and the leaven of herod as being the same because in essence no matter what it is there was literally one thing that was going to hinder so to speak herod or or the leaven of the pharisee and that was going to be something that was going to put to bear and was going to question the authority of um of um of herod and so i mean you know i was able to when i when i, when I read it you know earlier on, i was able to literally look at at least four things that i could find that was going to draw them and i know we'll get some chance to deal with it here sometime but it's one i i noticed that you know they were literally having to deal with the exposing of the hypocrisy so on one hand, that was going to, because Jesus now stand as a threat to any established order. Because remember, on one hand, we have, we have the Pharisees. On the other hand, we have Herod or the Sadducees because, of course, their political, you know, allegiance to Herod. So what you find is that the only thing that's going to divide that is someone who doesn't have any interest in Herod or in, in, in Roman rule. And that was Christ. Because right. he was going to expose one the hypocrisy too. He was going to show how the the politics was going to be unstable, you know, because of what he was going to establish. A third thing we see there is that if he stood up and the people held him, there was going to be a rivalry, so to speak, you know, that was going to stand up. And so the people are going to now move in fear. And then there was going to be a failure of political authority. No, we'll, we will get to that. We'll get to that, Matthew. But I want us to begin to expose the warning. Be wary of the leaven of the Pharisees and of Herod. Now, you're quite right that, and, and, and here are some of you going to get a little, you know, um, uncomfortable with that statement, but that's fine. Here is the partisanship here. But it's partisanship of convenience. Mm -hmm. Convenience. Okay. It's a partisanship that says that I'm going to link with you if you satisfy me. Wow. And, and you know, it's amazing what you just said. Because do you know that these people, the same groups, do you know that the same groups of individuals, they had to agree to send Jesus to the cross but, but and, and to wash their hands. You realize that's, what you're that, saying? That's there. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. I, I know what I'm saying. It, it is now... <laughs> and, 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 and I'm taking time on this and I want us to take time on it because I want all people to begin to see that. That some things that happen now, they're not new. Mm -mm. That's, that's the point. Right? They're not new. Mm -hmm. Scripture unveils it. Yeah. And, and I will make some 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 
some comments a little later about that because but i want us to establish that that jesus is saying that there is a leaven there is something that that is poured here to affect everybody and it's for convenience okay L let me let me let me you know get into on the jack skin that regard mm. jack said to us earlier on that people put leaven in flour to make more money mm -hmm. that's convenience right right we want to affect the whole lump for our benefit. Right. Now, Jesus is saying, be careful of that leaven because it may appear to be beneficial. You'll get a certain level of satisfaction. You will. You'll get a certain level of temporary comfort. But be wary of that because that is dangerous. Now, now, now you correct, Matthew, that there is Paul politics in this now partisan politics and and let's 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 not be very hypocritical about that herod is a politician his whole generation has been involved in politics yeah. right they have been involved in 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 coercing people mm -hmm. conning people influencing people so that herod remains there herod has made his life that's why there are several herods right mm -hmm. right the whole dynasty is such that we are going to keep this thing within my family right mm -hmm. and even when things were not working well in that regard historically matthew they still made sure that that stayed within the family and, right. and, and if i if my if my if my memory serves me well even in one case where there was one guy who could not be king he still held the position of influence for to the king right right now why is that so because there is a certain influence that leaven brings jesus is saying be wary of that kind of thing that will make you feel comfortable but is going to destroy you at the end uh, uh, is that is that making sense now because jesus was practically saying to his disciples Okay, we're not talking about bread here. We're talking about an influence. And that is the word that we use. Be careful. Be wary. Be sensitive to it. Is what type of influence you can allow yourself to come under that will change your principles and your belief. And we have seen that so much in our little two-by-four island that it always i always say that and i keep repeating myself anytime you kind of allow people to use any theology um any information or anything to directly affect how you think and change the principles on which you think good living is they are buying your soul and i think jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost and <clears throat> contrary to the uh, establishment of an uh, uh, a kingdom that will overtake Rome, Jesus was concerned of the level of connection these disciples would have with God the Almighty, the Creator. And so um, Herod's influence upon their life will take them away from that. It may give them strong political allegiance, but it will but take them away from where God wants, them. God wants them. Alright, let's take a few calls, Jack, because I want us to get back to that. That's very interesting. On the telephone, good evening, you are connected. Hi, good evening. Yes. I've been following. Thank you. Um, and uh, I see it 
not necessarily differently, but here's what I get. And what I noticed, uh, Jesus did not say, beware of leaven. No. Right, right. Nor did he say that the leaven of Herod or of the Pharisees was bad. Many people make that jump, but Jesus didn't say that. Because Herod represents the political leadership. The Pharisees represent the religious leadership. Jesus is saying, you, you may need leaven, but don't rely on the level of those who lead you. Because if you find yourself doing that, you are giving up your autonomy as an individual and letting them direct your path toward the future. So he's saying, he didn't say, stay away from it. He says, be wary of it. Be careful how you use it. It is better if you use your own level. But if you have to use the level of those people, your religious and political leaders, be careful. Don't surrender all of your decisions to their thinking because you want to always be in charge of how you plot your path. All right, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. The original Greek word carries much more weight than what you're suggesting. The original Greek word, blepo, right. says, right. do not take heed to. Yeah. Right? Do not take heed to. Discard it. Right. Which means that it's not just open your eyes about it, but don't follow it. You get me? The word beware, as used in the, in the English language, is soft. The original Greek is, do not take heed to. Are you still there with me? You gone? I'm, I'm with you. Right. I am. And um, I will have to, you, you're going to send me back to my Greek New Testament. That's right. <laughs> I, will, I will check it out. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah but that's yeah. what it says. It's do not yeah. give, take heed to or do not give regard to. So that, it, so, so that it, but, but it still follows though, uh, he, he, because a lot of people, and especially in Dominica now, is happening these days, and and since this is being discussed in the context of critical thinking, uh -huh. a lot of people have given up their minds to other people. That's right. That's what we see. So they go to places and they want you to tell them what to do. It's like the rich young ruler, good master, what shall I do? Uh -huh. And he says. That is not the kind of person I want. I want someone who can sit and think things through. As, as we, we discussed before, um, come now, let's reason together. Yeah, yeah but, but, but what I want you to see here, and, and I'm glad for your intervention, what I want you to see here is Jesus has pulled out two descriptions of leaven, if you like, that they must not associate with. And the link we made earlier on um, with, with Herod uh, and the Sadducees, for example, th there, is a, there is a strong link there, right? But you're correct. The political leaven was what Jesus wanted to address, okay? As far as the, the Herodians are concerned. As far as the Pharisees are concerned, yeah. is the religious level. 
right right but 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 jesus's point here when you look back at the original languages guess what folks just 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 don't take he pay no attention to do not give any regard to that in fact one of the equivalent word that's that's there matthew is the word to see yeah yeah that that would in the greek the blipet i think it is right yeah, to see to see or to look at right yeah, right and what he's saying is when you put it negative is don't even look at look that. at it that's, that's right yeah yeah because originally that that word is that that word is used the blipet yeah. you're, you're right you're, you're right okay yeah okay yeah. Th thank you man yes. thank you very good an ordinary student reading this uh-huh when i read this the first time i heard my mother in my ear tell me not to follow certain people right <laughs> that's all i heard that i feel that just saying my mother is not saying your your child is a bad child or your child is wrong you know just don't but follow them why would my mother say that because there are behaviors and influences that this particular child may have that that she doesn't she does want desire to you influence to and that is what exactly what jesus was trying to say to on the telephone himself. good evening you are connected I Good evening, pastors. Good evening. Program. I, I just want to look at um, eleven in a different angle. Okay. What, because certain part of the scriptures define eleven as sin. Right. Especially in the Old Testament. Right. So you can define it in your way what you say, but you can also define it as sin. Mm -hmm. Right. Wrongdoing. I mean. Right. All right. right. But, but, but this is what I was saying. At the time, Jesus knew about Herod. Right. Jesus knew the history of the Herods. And Herod had been established under the rulership of Rome. Mm -hmm. And he had a certain allegiance to Rome, which Jesus didn't want his disciples to follow. Because remember, Jesus was establishing an organization, a church. And then he was going to leave these fellows to keep on the work. And they could have done exactly what they, this Herod was doing in following after the other Herod. He says, this is not a pattern for you to follow yeah. if you're going to do what I want you to do. Yeah, so I, be I, very careful right. with what, because these people were raised in the Herodias culture. Right. They are used to Herods. They are not to say no. So he's making reference to them, forget the bread. And maybe he wants them to know as common as the bread is, so is their behavior. And I want you to make that connection. I am putting living in that context for you to know. You know about living. Just like Just living. Just like living for Herod. Does, yeah, Whatever yeah. they're doing, they're spreading right. something wrong. A type of rulership, exploitation, greed, envy of Herod. So this is not how I want you. You can remember just yeah, yeah. servant leadership? Mm -hmm. He said, this is not the kind of leadership I want you to right. establish. And that's what he was trying to do. And he was it. using a word to describe it, just as 11 is, is, is infectious. It has a great level of influence. And of course, just yeah, as effects. 11 is about increasing the size of what's happening out there. He wanted them to understand which, that. Which, 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 you know, the, the, the penultimate caller, right, in a sense alluded to, which is important for us to also make that connection, which is right. that, that Jesus is saying, watch, do not pay attention to that because it's going to change the way you think right it's going to influence it's going your to change soul. your approach to life mm -hmm. it's going to influence your soul right it's going to influence who you are supposed to be don't don't go down that road at all and i felt that the influence of herod had permeated for the culture 
Yeah, but, but, but we know. But as a, these disciples were not um, teenagers, you know. They were raised among That's this it. kind of rulership. Yep. They are familiar to that type of leadership. The one that Herod had. Can, can you remember when, when, when they said, um, when Herod went and gave a speech, um, the, the Herod was there, and then worms ate him? Mm -hmm. What do you think why worms ate him? Herod, had, just like living, had increased... Um, just he, like he, 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 kept he kept increasing in his, his influence and his influence. power and everything else and his now, pride now 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 i want us to mm -hmm. to when we come back the next time matthew i want us to get to talk about that aspect right in terms of what are the things about herod right that jesus is asking the guys to be that we need to pay close attention to. and I, yeah and you know definitely because there's a lot that we need to look at about as it relates but, to but let's pause for that now let's let let's talk now about more about the the whole influence aspect right how the leaven can get in you into a place where it literally takes away your form and your shape that's right on the telephone good evening you are connected Gentlemen, yes, yes, good evening. Evening. as far as I see, he, he was not referring to the real bread or the little bit, but he was referring to, he tell them, so yet only the disciples that they did, still didn't understand. And he came, so if you watch right down at the end, he said that it is the deception of the Sadducees and the Pharisees. Mm -hmm. Be careful of what they teach, the doctrines, what they teach. Be careful of the deception because they are very, they, they are Deceptive. very deceiving. So be careful. That is what he was really asking them to be careful. But he tell them, is that really bread I'm talking about? But he's talking about the doctrines of the, they're very deceptive. So be careful of them. That's what as far as I understood. Okay. Mm. All right. Keep listening. Keep listening. Now, 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 I want us to get to that place where we begin to 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 talk about the the eleven part. That's why I started with that, Matthew. For me, in my mind, it was deliberate, mm -hmm. right? I started with that because sometimes we can get into some things sometimes unsuspectingly because we aren't paying attention. Somebody is deliberate in drawing us out or drawing us in or drawing us somewhere else. And, and they use certain things that will have us just slide into it mm -hmm. right and sometimes only after we have been far gone in there we recognize whether well what am i doing here why am i here but you know it's i mean it's interesting that you, you you're saying this because you think of there's so many examples of decisions that have been made whether we talk about it religiously politically or otherwise that have been made you know in a subtle way you know, and unsuspecting to to the generation, unsuspecting to a nation, to a people. You know, or or, or 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 people. You know, when you think about it, those are things that you know. It's almost like we expect some things to happen. There are reasons why we do what we do. Mm -hmm. The reason why we do what you do. If you call a pastor to pray for you, you know, you have expectation. You know, you know what I'm saying? Right. You, you know, you, you if you if you um. If you vote a political party or a political leader in power, you have expectations, you know. And, and, and so whatever, whatever decisions that you make as it relates to putting an individual or, or wanting someone to do something for you, there are expectations. But the thing about it is, is there's a, there's a, there's a, 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 a sort of a, 
an, an aspect of leaven that, like you saying, that has a subtlety, a, a, a deception that, that seem to surround what, whatever it is placed into, that we need to be careful that we need to be aware it's almost like you say when jesus is saying don't you have eyes open your eyes and it's almost like it's calling the people to open your ears because there's a subtlety about leaven that if you are not thinking and if you're not opening your eyes and trying to see or hear then sooner or later you will not be able to carry what should have been a little lump of flour mm-hmm. let's let's begin to to well let me just throw some things in there that i'm hoping will be, explain what you've just said matthew there is the whole question of the abuse of children generally children get abused especially sexually by people who draw them in mm. right usually jack a man don't just see a child now and and do something with them except mm-hmm. you know that person is on the other side right mm-hmm. they draw them in sometimes they draw them in using the parents, right? So, so somebody of authority, somebody whatever, decides they come to give your your daughter lesson mm-hmm. in your house, and you applaud that. That's so nice. You give them water, you give them juice, you give them everything else, but they're drawing your child in. That leaven is leveling, leavening mm-hmm. the lump, raising the lump. You have you have what's happening around us in the world now with the whole LGBTQ and all the alphabet movement. Mm. Started from a, 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 a premise that um, we need an alternative lifestyle. It comes to a place where they say that that's how we're born, that's how God made us. To the point, Matthew, that some people who know the bible read the bible have been associated with the bible are beginning to say but wait a while that, that making sense no man it's beginning to draw you in yeah. somewhere it's like one lady said to me you know god made a mistake right it's beginning to draw you in somewhere you have a few examples like that politicians usually come to you with a story that you will buy the the the, the china dominica china relationship for example in my humble view is one such of those drawing in what did they used to draw us in 300 million dollars and we all got wow that will help our country well we made that decision 18 years ago and i ask people all the time what are how has that grew us People tell me, well, we, we have a hospital after 18 years. Well, they had surfaced the road from Roseau to, to Portsmouth. You know, answer my question. How has that crossed? How has it made us better? It is like giving somebody a present every Christmas. Okay? It's a leaven that's drawing us. And, and, and we have to get to the place where we understand that, like Jesus, and we'll get to that, why is Jesus saying, wait a while, check this out, check this out, check this out, and don't go there. Right, because what happened in uh, the time Jesus was speaking, 
the Herodian doctrine and the Pharisaical doctrine and the scribes were all, all in the air. And these gentlemen were raised with it. Almost like a lot of things that are evil. When we respond to it the first time, we go, we won't hear. And after a while, we pass by the road and we see it. Yeah. And it doesn't trouble us. Right. The first time when I went to, was it Paris or, um, by Europe, right. and I saw gay people, I was like, what? Like, you know, you see people hold hands and kiss and, I, one, when I came out the last time before my dad I went to London and I saw things that I would never see except in, in a nightmare, you know, in, in, in London. And my nieces who were with me was like they were not perturbed because they live in London. And to be the everyday deceit. I think Jesus was alluding to that. You see what the Pharisees spread in there? Be careful to look at it. It's like a virus. You, you will get the COVID. You, you have to be careful. <laughs> Don't catch it. Be careful. Make sure you have your mask on and you wash your hands. Because this herald is spreading something that the culture is changing by its influence, which is the reverse I came to do. I came to draw you, but draw you unto God to make, that's why it said even when Jesus, when God was delivering the children of Israel from Egypt, right. he wanted to draw them out, out because mentally they were becoming Egyptians. Right. They, they, they wanted to worship gods. That's why he said, take us back, take us back. That's not the way of life we are used to. Jesus was saying exactly that to his verses. Everybody's accepting. Herod has been there. Herod has been there long enough and has enough power. It's backed up by Rome. Herod is the thing. I came to do something different. The, the, the doctrines, like the lady said, they have been teaching you, are only drawing you away from God. Herod was one, one captain that was there for what he could get. So it was going to please everybody to take right. away the sanitizer. Right. Yes. So Herod wanted to get. Herod wanted to be backed up by Rome. You see, the scribes and the Pharisees. You know, it, if, if Herod doesn't care about what really, about doctrine. He don't care about their belief system. He don't care about that. That's really. what he's about. He's backed up by Rome for his own self. All he wants is his political support. Exactly. Political support. And he's so, standing. That is why, that is why the whole thing was, it was all bent into all of them. Be careful of your, when you, when you, when you zero everything on, of your unbelief that was masquerading their hypocrisy. Your allegiance, because you soon right. will become now, what now, you follow. Now, that's important. That statement is important because we're talking about 11 of Herod. But I want people to observe that, that there are two descriptions of Levin in that verse. Right. That of the Pharisees and that of Herod. Right. Now, now the Pharisees. The Pharisees are religious. Right. And they have crooked religious influence. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm -hmm. Their crooked religious influence was also intrinsically tied with Herod's political influence. Because right. of the allegiance. Yes, exactly. of course. That's what it was, an allegiance. And, and that's important for us to un underscore. In other words, the religion and the, the politics or the governance was now one and the same. That's right. Looking for a common ground of, of agreement. Mm -hmm. So far, so good? Yeah. And, and that's why I believe Jesus tied those two, Matthew. Yes. 
He says, be careful of these leaven because it's going to mess you up totally. Because they're making a mixture. Because there's religious the authority. Both of them, them is almost like they're going to get, you see like two, two arrows going to meet yeah. at one point. Mm -hmm. Both of them going to meet at a point And of they're going to kill you. Because if, guess once unbelief come together, because they can't believe in, 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 in the sanitizer. They right. cannot believe in Jesus because mm -hmm. if they believe, then what happens is that they now expose their hypocrisy. They now expose the political authority. They expose all what's happening, the influence. And so they can't. So right away, they guess what? That's why it has to be something that they are going to have to come together to destroy what's But to the end, to the end, even to the point where they were crucifying Jesus, there were two decisions made that day, a political and a religious one. Both decisions were made. Take a pause. Let's take that call. On telephone, good evening. You're connected. Hi, good evening, Pastor. Good evening. Yes, good evening. Um, oh, I just missed my point. But anyways, um, this, is a, this is a good topic. Because um, if we realize, Herod and um, the Pharisees came from the same kingdom. Mm -hmm. And in that kingdom, there are realms and principalities. So they had to be joined together in in order to crucify Jesus. Right. So I just wanted to make that point. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. And many things that are brought from a religious point of view makes it more palatable. Because these people are very religious people. And Herod had done a very good job in yeah. pouring his, really, his political poison in the religion. Yeah. Wait, wait, and wait. therefore, <laughs> when Jesus came... Anything he said that was spiritual, they made it into a religious, like he was against Herod. He was fighting against Herod. Whereas he was calling back people to spiritual connection with God, but they turned it into something. Because that's why they were chanting, we have no king but Caesar. And Jesus, Jesus was not saying, I didn't come to, to, to mess up Caesar's kingdom. I didn't come for that. You see, so the influence that they, they were using was political and religious. So he had to say, both what this religious sect is teaching you has poisonous effect upon you and like if he's going to mess you up just as his little mess up from. here is a great you know, observation right jack from what you just said and i want matthew to make a note for that right <laughs> so he didn't say um that i came to destroy this kingdom or, 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 no. or he says i'm coming to install a new kingdom, kingdom. Right. yep now and here is the point i'm going to make and that's why i want to take the note of matthew mm -hmm. I'm giving you that responsibility. Mm. <laughs> it does not mean that the politics politics is bad or religion is bad. No. It doesn't mean that, right? It means that what these guys are throwing at you on those subjects is terrible. Stay away from it. Am I not... It's you need to know, the, you can say positively, religion, religion is good. Right. And politics is good. Right. But these people are using it to destroy you and take you away from God. Because they so are hypocritical about it. Right. Is what they're using. Because they know these are attractive things right. to catch you. And so they're using religion and, and politics. Right you need to be careful with them. Because you will be attracted to the religion and the politics. On the telephone, you are connected. Good evening. When I sat down there, a thought came to me. The thought was that you can remember Daniel in the lion's den. Mm -hmm. They had their own thing preaching, their own doctrine, and everything you preach. But Daniel did not believe in it. You know what I mean? And because he did not believe it, he had to pay a price. Right. And the, the man went back to tell the king what he, he preached in his decree of Daniel don't believe it. 
you saw him preaching mm. uh, and praying. Praying. And he went back. What did happen to Daniel? When you don't accept it, you will get yourself persecuted and he was put in the lion's den. But the story was that God was with him and nothing would happen to him. So that is and a mixture of religion and politics. That's happening today. Thank you. If you don't follow, if you don't do certain things, you're in for trouble. Yeah. And you're right. going to pay a price. So no. Right. No, no, it's amazing. And that's why I wanted to make that observation, Matthew, because I, I want us to revisit it. Right. That for years now, we've had a presentation given to us that there must be a separation of church and state because those two don't mix. Right? Or we must not mix those two. Now, I, I, I hope you're beginning to see what we are uncovering mm -hmm. here in this in this text right and that's why i made the observation uh, uh, jack that jesus says i am coming to establish a kingdom mm. okay i'm coming to do that mm. but be careful with what these guys are throwing into your spoke right into your wheels be careful with that stay clear from that now right. now it's, all, it's, it's already 8 o'clock in the evening. We have another 20 something minutes to go, Jack. Whoa. Matthew, the effect of leaven. I, I want to go back to where we start so we can establish something tonight. And that's why Jesus is, is, is that cautious about, about that. And that's, I, I was happy that the, the caller asked the question, so it, it took me back to the Greek. Right? Mm -hmm. Don't take sight of. Right. Now, why because when that leaven drops mm -hmm. that leaven is going to impact yes right when you throw yeast jack and that's why i asked you all the questions earlier on eh? whether you've put too much yeast or just enough yeast or the right amount of yeast it is going to impact the lump impact influence infect mm -hmm. that's right now when jesus says don't go there he says don't go get impacted or influenced or infected be careful safer. don't yeah. don't let that drop into your system at all now don't get that yeast infection right <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so that's a that's a different place of don't get the yeast infection that's no, <laughs> No, no, no. I, I want us to begin to understand that because very often people, even within Christendom, like to mix their stuff. Um, I often see some, something at church that there is no consultant Christian. Right? Because some people just think that they can go everywhere, mix everything else, and, and still, you know... Mm -hmm. um, serve or serve god or, or give god worship understand that folks that you need to know everything around you but you do not need to get everything mixed inside of you which is different you need to know something for example jesus is talking to an audience that know what herod is about and they know what the pharisees about yes. right so, right. so you need to you need to know what's around you. It's almost like entering into a, into an organization, let's say a religious organization for, for, for or, or it could be a political organization too. Right. And um, you you started off as, you know, as saved, humble and honest Jack Lethem. Mm -hmm. Right. 
and suddenly you enter into this organization and all of a sudden you get a yeast infection <laughs> that's what happened you get the yeast infection you get a yeast infection so, yes. you, so you begin to get plywood under the table yes you begin to get all kind of things okay because you just got a yeast infection right. and you know sometimes um these um organisms don't tell you when they're coming if you stick around somebody with the virus you'll get it but the virus doesn't say i come in and get to you're in just in the environment you are just around and most people ask them how they get covid they don't know they don't know how they got it right but what they're telling you take preventative that's what jesus was saying you know it's interesting jesus that was you trying say that. to vaccinate them it's interesting that you say that you know jack i'll yes, tell you why jesus was but, trying to vaccinate them against let, let, me, the virus. <laughs> let me tell you why it's interesting <laughs> that you say that eh? yes it's true when covid started ah. when it just started and, and that's a lesson that we uh, <laughs> i'm hoping that i can bring across then they had something called contact tracing mm -hmm. so it was just a few people to jack get covid who jack was with mafia and randy um okay who mafia and randy was with gene and whatever else um okay which of them have covid and they, they do a contact tracing right and they call your whole family <laughs> and they bring you to test and, and and so on and they isolate you and so on when covid got very very Out entrenched yeah they forget contact tracing, you know, contact yeah. because contact tracing was not making any sense. <laughs> the eleven was so moving so fast. I believe that. <laughs> right? It was something that Jesus met and it was you, out in the air. You couldn't <clears throat> you couldn't catch the cancer, it's now stage four. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. and, and when it gets to that place, it has metastasized. <laughs> You're in trouble, right? On the telephone, good evening. You are connected. After only what you guys discussing making so much. And a dollar. And I mean, we could say he, um, you were asking, you were saying that Jesus was asking them if they have eyes and they cannot see, if they have ears and they cannot hear. Right. But Pastor Randy, you could see people we know that used to uphold fairness, righteousness, justice, equality. These people catch the 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 Yes. You want to know that the same set of people. They catch this infection and everything is just that what was right just become wrong. What yes. Was, what was wrong now it is right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's so clear and, and making so much sense to me. I just hear shaking my head. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you very much. That, that, that's the intention. We want to make it as he clear said, as possible. He said they get the yeast infection. Well, that's what you all came up with, you know. So, yeah, so guess infection. what? Everybody's yeah. going to talk about the yeast infection this week. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but they get the yeast infection. And, and, and the fact is, that's where it's at. Now, for me, it is critically important for us to begin to understand this infection and the spread mm -hmm. and the impact and the, the, influence. the, the, the influence. Because, and that's why I believe Jesus is so strong on it, that he says, don't pay attention to that. Mm -hmm. Leave that alone. Because Let's, once you do, you will get, you will get impacted somehow. You'll get impacted. On the telephone, good evening, you are connected. Yes. That's what I mean. I know so much, and those others don't know nothing. Which others? Well, you know that. The higher, higher post. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know so much of what you're telling them for to listen, and it doesn't listen. Okay. So I'm telling and I say, how come they doesn't know? Mm hmm okay thank you very much the truth is not because they don't know they choose not to no 
some of them know very well mm -hmm. they choose to give you what they want which is one of the things that we will look at with that 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 um that subject because jesus called them hypocrites mm -hmm. and we will dissect the questions matthew that he's asking them are you literally you're not seeing you're not hearing mm -hmm. what you're trying to tell me um we have to get to to a place where we understand like i said earlier on that the people who are supposed to have the intelligence somehow are deliberately blinding us on the telephone good evening you are connected uh, gentlemen good evening good evening to you sir how are you i'm enjoying some corporate relaxation <laughs> <laughs> now i'm glad you all guys having this program on critical thinking I just want to just bring that in, that when history has to be rewritten. Because, you know, at school they taught us that in 1492, I think, Christopher Columbus, Columbus discovered the Americas. Mm -hmm. And now they have discovered things in the Americas. They discovered a Roman sword and a, a skull that the Romans were in the Americas maybe a thousand years before Columbus. They used to go across to the Americas long before Columbus, but at school in the 70s, when I went to school in the 70s, we were taught that Christopher Columbus discovered the Americas. Now it has been proven that there were, there, there were the Romans who were going across to the Americas a thousand years before Columbus. So a lot of stuff that we, there's a lot of information out there that we don't even know. And, and in the churches, and, uh, I'm very sorry, but a lot of people go to church pastor Rodney and they don't even know one plus one. So hey, I'm glad you're having this program and keep doing what you're doing. Thank you very much. You know, the whole question of history is something else. Um, I, I sometimes know, Jack, in hindsight, listen to some things and I ask myself questions. Uh, and understand that everybody who writes what they write, they write it from the perspective that they, that they are in. Somebody wrote it. Okay. Um, and and here's, here, here's something that some of you as well going to take issue, might take issue with me on. 29th of May, 1979. Charles Angelus Avery on the 20th of May at Parish Hall instructed everybody who was there to go to the demonstration. Mm -hmm. In 1995, he said that the demonstration, that he instructed everybody to go peacefully, the only weapon you must go with is your handkerchief and your wet towel. Mm -hmm. Now, I did not even get those instructions because I wasn't at the Parish Hall. Mm -hmm. So I went there with a tape recorder and my uncle and so on. So I get all my patriotagias then. Mm. And then the defense force came. But to me, I remember that the defense force came, but there was also cool wash. Mm -hmm. In fact, the senior council calls it a cool wash brigade. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know how you could fire all those sons if you didn't collect them? <laughs> According to my grandfather, part of what you You know what I'm, what yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah, about, yeah? yeah? Uh, and I know other stories of that. Like the ministry didn't have all those stones. No, the ministry, by the ministry couldn't have all those stones. Mm. The place is cool as. Mm. But plenty stones fire. Mm. Every one of us know plenty stones fire. Mm. So, so how, where do those stones come out? Mm-hmm. You know, so so in hindsight, you think back of those things 
and, and you you realize the history is written one way mm -hmm. but the actuality is actuality is something else so john in a sense yeah we have to rewrite some stuff right because it's very often the people who write it write it from a perspective that they want it to be told which is different mm -hmm. sometimes from, from what, the truth from the truth yeah on the telephone good evening you're connected The, the link road. Yeah, that's where the stones were but, collected. But I, I know that way. Mm -hmm. I was one of them that collected to send them in the, Out. In the clinic. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So you see what I'm talking about? Now, mm -hmm. that, that's real stuff that people saw, but the history is written one way. Mm -hmm. On the telephone, good evening, you're connected. Pastor Ronnie, a pleasant night to you, a pleasant good evening to your friends mm -hmm. on the studio, and a pleasant good evening to all the hardworking men and women. Pastor Ronnie, it's yes. very interesting that you mentioned about the the Cool Wash Brigade. I, 1979, Pastor Ronnie, I was still in campus, but in growing up, based on my, my, my what I was told, you see that stones you talk about, where the stones they come from? South Angelo Sovereign was a mastermind behind that. I remember a truck from St. Joseph. Chris Ford John Charles truck was behind that. Was, but but was, you was just but you, you just said you just said you in Pampas. How do you remember that old? Okay, hold on. I'm I'm, I'm saying I was wearing Pampas back then. Uh -huh. But growing up my mom, yeah, that's my parents, my, my family okay. oh, mentioned to me about the school was brigade and these stones came from St. Joseph from St. Joseph too. John Charles and your child's sovereign, that mastermind, that cool was brigade. Take care now. Is he All right. That's now, what that's what he was told. Mm -hmm. now, I don't know that. I'm just saying that child sovereign said that the instructions to the people, and that is on the record, so he can't deny it, was that the only weapon you must come with would be your handkerchief and your wet towel. But I know, because I was there, that there was. Well, wash like no, nothing else mm -hmm. and um like i said he didn't have stone around the ministry to throw like that mm -hmm. you have to go and find these stones somewhere look somebody said that they were one of the people who were find passing the stone. stones from the river now that making sense that making sense now now so how did they plan that matthew mm -hmm. the history is written differently now here comes the whole question of the leaven of the pharisees mm -hmm. right and, and I could point to so many things that we are told that when you think critically, you come to realize that not even adding up, that not making sense. sense. On the telephone, good evening, you are connected. Pastor Rodin, that wasn't planned, but when you see, um, you see bullets fire in, you have to defend yourself, so we have to get cool wash Mali away. Mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> huh. Yeah, you have, to def you have to do something because then we came there, yeah. Bring your towel, wet your towel, make sure you go there and what to do and what not to do. But when bullets start to fire, you have to use cool wash for Malawi. Mm -hmm. Fizzy Malawi. Yeah, Fizzy Malawi. Mm -hmm. Dive in the river for stone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Be wary of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. Right. I hope next week we look at specifics as to Yes. What were the lessons of the Pharisees? Because I, I was studying the whole operation and how they dissect the Pharisees, the scribes, and Rome's influence upon Herod, the background of that Herod 
um, yeah. hierarchy. Right, from the audience. One father yeah. to the other. And um, how many years they have influenced the Jewish nation. Remember, Jesus said, I came from onto my own, you know. Right. You know, so he was, and he was establishing a church where these fellas he was talking to was going to spread the gospel all over the world. Right, right. So he had to be cautious as to what are they going to spread? Are they going to spread the same doctrine yeah. of the fire of, of Herod? Mm -hmm. So he had to tell them, in you, now he's training them for leadership. He's telling them what they should carry on. Yeah. We'll, we'll get back to that. <clears throat> on the telephone, good evening, you're connected. Yeah, good evening, Pastor Randy. Yes, good evening, man. And the rest of the gentlemen. Yes, the yes good evening. Based on the topic tonight, with so much of the heralds and um, religion and politics, mm -hmm. and my understanding, we have so many heralds in Dominica that still have churches and around churches. So how would you advise people to separate themselves from them and hear them but don't listen to them? Mm -hmm. Good question. Good question. Thank you. Here's what I would advise them, just like Jesus. Beware. Do you not yet perceive nor understand? Is your heart still hardened? Having eyes, do you not see? And having ears, do you not hear? And do you not remember? When, when we come back, we'll analyze that with, with regard to vis-a-vis, uh, -vis, you know, where Herod came from and, and why Jesus is asking that. And, and, and that's what I would advise people. Open your eyes to see what the reality Why am I doing what I'm doing? Mm -hmm. Why am I shouting why I'm shouting? Why am I coloring the gospel message in a particular way? Why am I doing that? Mm -hmm. Why am I making Jack Lucas do... You know, he's the Jesus who came to save sinners. Why am I making Matthew appear to be a perfect sin that just came from heaven? And come? Why? What is the reason? Is it that I do not know that Matthew is a sinner like me? Or am I wanting to make you believe that Matthew is such and such a, such a nice person that you must do so and so with him? What benefit do I have from yeah. receiving that? Right. Do I not perceive that Jack just go to Shatwell and work like everybody else and his hand does be dirty too like everybody else and and because of that jack is a human being like everybody else mm -hmm. do i not do, don't i know that why am i making jack think that that everything he does is right mm -hmm. why, why am i doing that what how much jack is paying me who, who is who is paying my rent where, where do i get my house from that that's what jesus is asking you know let me give you a practical example of living in dominica i are not there in dominica right recently you and me and everybody else was screaming about too many um shootings and you give good counsel about guns right now i know you are intelligent enough to do that didn't come overnight right but for the past 20 years the gospel of violence and hatred hatred have been spread by men of influence and power right some of these policemen that we have here were not born yet that's right but all their life they want to become policemen but what did they hear 
violence and, and, and shootings and, and, and you had people going to mass political meeting and applauding and clapping and getting excited about people denigrating each other and people criticizing each other and people um, spreading violence against each other. Now, now that we are reaping what we sow, people like us crying. Do you, you realize that over the years we are spreading that spirit? It's like the yeast of Herod. Because Herod is a political figure and person of influence, whatever he's saying, sooner or later everybody's believing. And right. people are behaving subconsciously in right. reference to the teaching of Herod. And that's right. what Jesus was telling his disciples. Right. You all will raise hair in those things. But these things are going to damn your soul. So stay away from it. And here in Dominica right now, we, we, whereas we clap for violence, we hear people and shout and blow whistle for violent speech. Yet when the violence come to meet us, right. my question is, what did we expect? Jack and Matthew, I want to end the program with you listening to this. Yeah. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, and I don't know if you hear that that that, that song yet. Ways, but listen to the lyrics of that song, Matthew, for a while. And will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. Get so angry, unuptight, I search out the answer, and this is what I discover. Or you push the creator out, you get the one thing in your mouth. So you take him out of the school curriculum, no knowledge of God for your children. Look around you, all you have is teenage bandits, they might have nothing in it but all. But no knowledge of the Almighty Just because you push the Creator out You didn't want the name in your mouth So you take him out of the school curriculum You live in the fruits of your actions So tell me where you're balling for Matthew and Jack, you know, I want you to do a piece of that song. You yeah, go man, yeah, man. To this. I like that. <laughs> you push the creator out. What are you crying for? What are you crying for? <laughs> yeah, that's right. What are you bowling for, Matthew? Mm. Take him out of the school curriculum. Yes. Now you're reaping the fruit of your action. Strong lyrics there by a gentleman yeah. called Rash Shorty, who died a few years ago, unfortunately. But I, I think it's a lovely written. It's called Push the Creator. Uh, you push the creator, creator out. out. Yes. 
Gentlemen, it's time for us to wrap up this evening. <laughs> it's already all time for us to leave these studios. It's 27 minutes after, it's 20, not 27, 22 minutes after 8 o'clock in the evening. Matthew, let me have your final comments and then we'll have that from Jack and wind down this evening. Well, definitely, um, ladies and gentlemen, I want to, those who definitely don't want to push the creator out, and I want to encourage you not to do this as we continue to speak about the, um, the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. Of course, the leaven here in the scripture in the book of um, what Mark we Mark use, uh, chapter 8 and verse 15, use really to, as a metaphor, uh, a metaphor reminding us of the importance of how leaven increases, infects, and has great influence. And Jesus said, beware. And so I want to say to you, beware of those things that will bring influence and, of course, will infect your life and, of course, will increase you in whatever way that you are increasing at this time. God's blessings on you as you think about the leaven of Herod. Jesus said, beware. Mm-hmm. I hope, um, Mr. Harper from Fokole, that you, co- um, you are converted again and you listen tonight. We're talking about it and you can challenge me again when you meet me on about the living of the pharisees because you seem to know something about the bible love to chat with you again mr harper from focally um tonight i want to say to the rest of you that jesus said it to his disciples but all of us need to be very careful of who is influencing us we have to be careful with what we are looking at and what we are listening to because whether you know it or not sooner or later you will be behaving according to the influence that is around you so I tell you tonight, not only be careful for of the living, but be careful of all evil influence that surrounds you. God bless you. Thank you very much, Jack and Matthew. Ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end of a 12 duty to here on Kingdom Connection for tonight, the 12th day of uh, September 2022. We are glad that you join us. We are happy that you were there and you participated and some of you have gone back to check it out and i'm sure you'll join us again next monday night as we continue this very important subject as we look at the leaven of herod my name is randy rodney with me was pastor jack and matthew trust you have a very good evening i'll be back on your radio on wednesday morning for rise and shine at 6 a.m tomorrow morning pastor Casmus john will be here stay tuned for in the spotlight with Diana frampton This morass of moral decay